What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Baseball Connection. So I want to kind of go back to talking about some all-time moments. You know, I know I'd done some of that uh, earlier, and this one just kind of crossed my mind. I realized I never touched on this one. So we've obviously discussed the Jose Bautista bat flip up in Toronto at great length, but I want to ask or kind of ponder the idea of whether or not there's actually another home run that should take place as the greatest home run in Blue Jays history. I think most people would agree it's just because of recency bias. We remember the Joey Bats one a bit better because that was clear. And, you know, I guess more of us were actually alive when that happened. But I'm referring to the 1993 walk-off home run by Joe Carter to win the World Series. I mean, of course, that home run has to be the greatest home run in Blue Jays history because... It brought a World Series to Toronto. It's just that the, you know, the Jose Bautista one in 2015 was just, you know, it was iconic because of, you know, the moment and everything. And just because that was a few years ago. But I want to look back at Joe Carter's home run. You know, this is the subject of a Drake song that he made, actually, a few years ago, back to back. This was a home run that helped the Blue Jays win back-to-back World Series title. And the Blue Jays were low-key a powerhouse, you know, in the early 90s. Uh, You know, this is a team that has had an interesting history, but they had a stretch there where they they were a really good team. This is 1993, but, I mean, there have definitely been some other top moments in Blue Jays history. I mean, like they had the late 80s with Roberto Alomar and, you know, guys like that. But if you ask anyone about the glory years of Blue Jays baseball, the first thing that's going to come to mind is obviously going to be Joe Carter's home run. So going into the 1993 season, they were looking to, you know, they were looking to etch their place into the history books because they won the World Series in 92, but some people thought it was kind of a fluke. So they're trying to, you know, quiet some doubters. Obviously, winning World Series is winning World Series. To, to say it's a fluke, I think that's that's just not true because it is what it is. You you win. You can't really take that away from a team that wins, but that's besides the point. So, the 1993 season got off to a pretty good start. I mean, they had a 95-67 and 67 record on the year. They ended up winning the AL East, but, you know, they were looking for another championship. Fast forward all the way to the playoffs. They, they go up against the White Sox, and they win the ALCS in six games. So that sends them to the World Series. And they have a pretty hard-fought series against the Phillies in the World Series 1993. But, you know, they end up getting a 3-2 uh, series lead, and they go home because they have home field advantage for Game 6. And this is... Obviously, a pretty good situation you want to be in. You know, you just got to win one game at home to win the World Series. Obviously, you don't waste any time. They do it in Game 6. I mean, however, in Game 6, they actually found themselves down by a run. They were down 6-5, to five, heading into the bottom of the ninth. And, you know, it was, it was looking like the Phillies would tie the series and send it to a winner game, winner take all Game 7. You know, Ricky Henderson started, got the, got the rally started with a four-pitch walk. And then two batters later, Paul Molitor singled to put the tying run on second and the wing run on first. That put a lot of pressure 
on Mitch Williams. He was the Phillies closer at the time. And, you know, there was obviously a sold-out crowd at the Sky Dome. And they made sure that Mitch Williams would barely be able to, to hear even his own thoughts on the mountain. It was so loud in there. Joe Carter comes up to bat. Uh, you know, two, uh, he's ahead in the count two and one. And then Mitch Williams throws him a breaking ball to even the count. Now, Joe Carter admits that that slider make him look, made him look so foolish that there was hardly any doubt in his mind that it was going to be coming again on the next pitch. So, you know, he, that, that's the thing about the major league. You've got to be able to adjust from pitch to pitch. So he, he took down that mental note, and he was sitting on slider again on the next pitch. But he actually turned out to be wrong. But surprisingly enough, Joe Carter's wrong guess ended up being t- turning out to be the best thing that ever happened to him and the Blue Jays fan base because Mitch Williams actually threw a fastball down and in. It was more like a cutter kind of. And because Joe Carter was thinking breaking ball, he kind of stayed back on it a little bit. And, you know, normally if he's looking fastball, he'll either swing and miss at that ball nine times out of, tw- nine times out of 10 or hook it into third base dugout. But at that particular moment, because he was looking for breaking ball, he kept his head down and waited a little longer as that cut fastball came in. He said once he made contact, he never saw the ball. All he saw was the bank of lights. He knew he hit it good, but he didn't know if he hit it high enough to get over the fence. So he actually might not have seen the ball leave the yard, but everyone else in the building did. You know, it was a hard line drive into the corner, but there was actually still some doubt whether or not it would stay fair or have the height to get over the fence. But thankfully, it just went over the wall, and Carter said he realized it was gone when the crowd erupted. And he was just lost in the moment. So if you watch the video of Joe Carter rounding the bases, it, it's it's pretty clear that he was just kind of awestruck. It's like, kind of, did that just happen? What's going on? Kind of thing. He, he kind of has his like hands held out to the side, and his face is just like, what just happened? And he starts jumping around and everything, pumping his right fist in the air. And he actually nearly missed first base during his celebration. So that, you know, that brought them their back-to-back World Series championship. So, yeah, Toronto had two titles in as many seasons, and Joe Carter became a legend. He's actually in the Canadian Baseball Hall of Fame now. I mean, he was still a good player. I mean, five-time All-Star. He spent seven of his 16 MLB seasons with the Blue Jays. He had 203 home runs for Toronto. But the one homer against Philadelphia in Game 6 of the 93 World Series is one that no one can forget. So, yeah, I mean, some, some people say that that shot doesn't get the notoriety that it should. Um, you know, in the U.S., for some, in Canada, everyone remembers it, but in the U.S., it's not as um, memorable for some reason. But it, it's unbelievable, like Joe Carter says, the reception he'll get when, when he's in Canada, you know, in all parts of Canada, all the way as far as Nova Scotia, all the way to Vancouver, B.C., you know, things like that. People still talk about his home run as if it just happened yesterday and it's at the forefront of their minds. So that's that's great. I mean, when you have a whole country behind you, that's, I guess that's the advantage of, um, you know, being the one show in town or the one show in the country is that when you do well, the whole country gets behind you. And that's what happened with Joe Carter in 1993. So for those of you who didn't know that story, there it is. Uh, you'll understand where that back-to-back reference comes from if you ever listen to that Drake song. And, um, I mean, yeah, the Blue Jays are 
what is that? Twenty. They're twenty-seven years removed from that event, but it's one that goes down in all-time history. So that's gonna do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.